gentlemen, ever since I started writing about K-12, I always gave the same advice. Join my crusade or start your own. The bad thing is doing nothing. Public schools are a disgrace and the media don't help. The ideologues in charge should not be allowed to get away with so much sabotage. Please get involved. The far left, the hard left, whatever you want to call them, has a single M.O. Undermine everything. If children can't read, can't count, can't find cities on a map, don't know any history or science, they won't be able to defend themselves or their culture. Reading is the single most important skill a student can learn, and the left understood that from the beginning. The anti-reading war began in 1931, and it's still going strong. The education establishment produces a never-ending tide of bogus ideas and murky jargon. Most parents have no chance of understanding this babble, nor can they understand what's being done to their children, most of it bad. Let me jump ahead here and mention my suspicion that the one best thing I've done is a little four-minute graphic video called Reading is Easy. Easy to find on YouTube. At one point I was reading all the books by the main phonics experts. They astonished me by using the word easy all the time. I collected their quotes and used them to create the video. If everyone looked at this video, the country would be spared a lot of pain. Now, the reading wars have been going on 90 years. The professors wanted to replace phonics with sight words, which is the essential problem all along, the essential crime, really. New aliases were trotted out, so the public never knew what was going on. The new alias around 2000 was balanced literacy, which fooled people into thinking something was balanced, so it must be better. Reading scores stayed low. A few years ago, there was a flurry of optimism because of something called the science of reading. This means a greater emphasis on phonics. But within a couple years, there was yet another counterattack. That is a surge of unhelpful videos about such pointless mysteries as phoneme mapping, decoding, shifting the balance, six kinds of syllables, graphemes, CVC words, digraphs, the reading rope, etc., etc., etc. If you want a teenager to learn to drive, put them behind the wheel and tell them the main things they need to know. There is no need to give a history of the internal combustion engine, the invention of the traffic light, or the mechanics of power steering. The usual ways they teach reading alienates children from day one as opposed to pulling them in. Whatever the education establishment says, my recommendation is don't trust it. My major initiative 20 years ago was to start a site called improveeducation.org. A lot of great stuff that attracted more than one million visits. But the hosting company lost the index page. The operating system was old and I don't think the company knew how to save it. So I need to restore improveeducation.org, a site with 70 pages. I decided to try a fundraiser to finance this big project. I wrote a dual-purpose proposal called Support Education Reform, which explains all aspects of my writing about education, including almost 1,000 articles, blogs, videos, podcasts, comments, etc. I think that everyone would find something useful in this material. It's all free on the Internet. 
Finally, everything I do is intended to help parents negotiate our K-12 system. At present, only a third of students are reading at the proper level. Clearly, the experts are incompetent or subversive. Last paragraph. Everything you need to know is here. QED. Do what has always worked. No sight words whatever. Children learn the alphabet and then the sounds of the letters and then the blends of those sounds. Use nursery rhymes, popular songs, cheers, all the best stories you have to give kids a love of language. They should be reading by Christmas of the first year. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.